TikTok is a social media platform where users can shoot, edit, and share short videos to millions of active users. TikTok was originally released in 2016, but the app started trending during the quarantine caused by the COVID-19 pandemic and has gained the attention of all types of people, including creators and celebrities. Sounds including music and dialogue allow for lip syncing, dancing, and other movement-based videos to be created. Dancing is particularly popular on this app. Not only professional and aspiring dancers can take part in dance challenges and post their own versions of choreography, but also people who have never danced before can participate with these features. The increased accessibility of dance through TikTok has started a conversation within the dance community, giving professionals space to take a different stand on the subject. Coast and Mayer is a TikTok account created by Austin Talenko and Meredith Bachelor. They are two New York-based professional dancers whose dance videos have gone viral with up to 2 million views. They currently have more than 800,000 followers on TikTok. Their interest in the platform developed when they moved to North Carolina in March during the beginning of quarantine for the coronavirus pandemic. We learned a couple of like little trendy dances like people do. Eventually, they felt inclined to add their own personality and creativity in their content, making their dance videos stand out. We got to a point where we were like, we are professional dancers and we are professional choreographers. So like, why don't we try to like add our own little, you know, twist onto it? Yeah, we'd be learning them and we'd be like, oh, but like, what if we like threw in a turn right here? Like there's plenty of time to like put in this or put in that. So we just started making these zhuzhed up versions of the trendy dances. And then we were just like, screw it. Let's just put up all of our own. People would comment and be like, oh my gosh, I love this one specific part. That was our choreography. Like, that's all people would comment on. They'd be like, oh my gosh, love the turn. They believe that what attracts people to this app is the fast pace of production and consumption compared to other social media apps. It is easiest to post on TikTok from a choreography standpoint because the turnaround rate is really quick for us to just, like, make content and put it out there. And it keeps us inspired. Classy, bougie, ratchet, sassy, you know, remember a few years ago, our show reels were much longer. Our concept videos were like four, five, seven minutes long and people would watch them. That was Carlos Neto, a New York-based professional choreographer, teacher, and dancer. Now you're like, oh, I got to cut the intro that says my name and the name of the combo got to go into the cup because people skip the video. That's terrible. That's just, I mean, in general, that's just terrible. And I don't think TikTok is making any, any better. <laughs> we also talked with David Baring Porter, a professor of culture and media at the New School. He explained to us that the content consumers get from TikTok is carefully curated by an algorithm, which means that not all creators have the same exposure on the platform, and therefore, they do not get all the same opportunities. Social media platforms work based on filtering algorithms. I mean, it's it's selection and filtration. Algorithms like this are also used by Amazon, Netflix, and Facebook. Those algorithms work to use data of what you've already seen and collected or looked at, and then will only show you things that it views as being somewhat similar to that. Nonetheless, sharing new creative content on TikTok is what continues to pull people to it. Daniel Wiseman, a former dancer and current TikTok user, shares what she believes are the benefits of posting and creating on this platform. It's just fun, and it's all about the songs and the music, and like now that it's getting more popular, like a lot of artists are getting on there so they can get their songs more popular, because if there's a TikTok dance to your song, that song is in everyone's head, even if it's just that like 15 second part of it, no matter what. 
all of the people who've gotten pretty famous on there are moving to other platforms like YouTube and like honestly like starting their own companies and all that stuff and it's a really easy way to get famous for no reason and like Addison Rae for example. Addison Rae is a 20 year old who has over 61 million followers on TikTok. She is one of the highest earning TikTok personalities. People make fun of her, but she's a genius for what she did with it. Like, she's just a pretty girl who, like, could dance, and she, like, managed to be in the right place at the right time, and, like, now she has a huge career, and she's a millionaire. Like, you can do anything. Addison Rae is an example of how TikTok may be more than just an entertainment platform. It can also profit some creators. TikTok, for example, is now a source of income for Coast and Mayer. They have a creator fund, and once you, like, reach a certain threshold, you can apply for it, which means they have a fund where they give their creators compensation for the videos they're creating based on the amount of views and engagement they're getting. On July 29th, TikTok announced their $200 million creators fund that would be distributed to creators over 18 years old with more than 10,000 followers. It's really, really cool because it's just encouraging creators to continue creating because it's like giving them some sustainability to yeah. whatever they're doing. It's becoming this really cool source of income, yeah. which is like dope because I would way rather make creative choreography videos than I would wait tables yeah. in Manhattan. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though this sounds like great news for creators, New School's Professor Porter explained to us what the purpose of this fund might really be. It's certainly providing a wide venue for things, but of course, the fact that any of these kind of Web 2.0 platforms are precisely that. It's a platform in which you provide content, and it's free, which means that, as the saying goes, right, if the platform is free, then you are the product. The bottom line is, of course, any of these social media platforms are entirely dependent on users, because without someone providing content, right, it's just a framework. On the one hand, it's wonderful to see the kind of amazing creative expression that's happening on a platform like TikTok. But on the other hand, I'm, I'm always wary and weary of the fact that so many of these things seem to, again, belong now to a sort of private entity. Another topic in the conversation of what it means to be a TikTok creator is that some professional dancers think TikTok can clash with the professional training they pursued while trying to build a sustainable career. I'm a professional dancer, and I see the concern where you're like, oh, that 12-year-old doing The Renegade has like 78 bajillion views and this person doing this like amazing, amazing combo has like 30K. Like what's the difference there? But at the same time, I'm like, that's out of your hands. You know what I mean? Like it's a platform that's available to everybody. So you can't, you, you almost can't get mad. Carlos Neto, who has performed in the West End and is a faculty member in dance studios such as Broadway Dance Center, Perry Dance, and Alvin Ailey, has a different perspective on not only TikTok, but all social media platforms and their relationship with professional dance. The main things that I see is oversaturation. A lot of accessibility may not be positive in a sense, because then people lose track of what is good, what is not, if you don't know any better. With TikTok now, we're also seeing that dancers are just building a brand based on 15-second videos and they spend their time or they waste their time, you know, building a few seconds videos to, I guess, get revenue or whatever on TikTok. So I think the problem with that is at the time that they're spending doing that, they're not training to do actual dance jobs in the, in the industry, whether that's commercial or not. So like everything, I think is we need balance. Um, we don't have much balance yet. I think a dancer's dream should be getting to the best contemporary company that they know or miming company or the hip-hop company should be, oh, I'm famous on TikTok, this is enough because in a few years you're no longer famous and then what are you going to do? 
This increased accessibility to dance TikTok gives to all types of people is a topic with different sides. On one side, I think so, it's better for people to dance than not to dance. But some part of me also thinks that if you're going to dance it, you might as well learn it properly, you know, step by step, rather than simple combinations that can be followed just for fun. That's, you know, even when I teach beginners, I want them to have fun and it has to be accessible. That's to keep them interested. That shows them the importance of learning dance properly. If you are a beginner and you do it for fun, but maybe I can even change your mind and you can start taking it more seriously and then grow from there. For me, that's the point in my beginner classes. I don't think you can gain that from small TikTok videos. On the other side, Austin and Meredith believe that the power of dance is throughout this platform, more than any other social media app, which encourages all types of TikTok users to learn new dance routines and encourage family members, friends, and even pets to learn choreography. Like people, people that would have never, ever, ever gotten up and danced, like a day in their life, are now like having so much fun and exercising. They're moving. It's great. Like they're bringing joy to their lives. We're doing it so that we can get other people that normally would just continuously sit down all day, like get up and do something. We're not here to be like... To like prove a point. Yeah, that's that's literally like, it's the exact opposite, quite honestly. I think it's fantastic that unlikely people like math teachers and moms and even teenagers that would have never danced and don't dance a day in their lives are like getting up and actually having the confidence to like try some really basic choreography and post it on the internet. Like that takes some confidence and like bravery. And like, it's, I think that that's a really, really big deal. And if they get 30K views for it, like good for them. For WNSR New School Radio, I'm Kaya Lake.